Welcome to the Soul Seekers Podcast with your host, Lily. See this podcast as your source of inspiration for all things manifestation, spirituality, and adventures beyond our physical reality. My intention with this podcast is to help walk you home. We all have a beautiful story to tell, and I love deep diving into the world of spirituality because that's where our stories begin. And so see this as your great awakening to begin questioning life beyond our physical reality and start to really wake up to your soul's destiny. I'm so excited for you to be here today. My name is Lily and I am your host. I'm a manifestation coach and mentor and my company is called This Must Be It because this must be it. All the answers that you've been seeking when it comes to your purpose, your destiny, and the life you're meant to live. I have a deep love for all things spirituality, experiences, and storytelling. So if you're ready, let's walk each other home and manifest our destinies. Thank you for tuning in. I can't wait to get started. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Soul Seekers podcast with your host, Lily. Today's episode is called Chiron and... I mean, it's just a fitting episode because we are now, as a collective, experiencing what is called Chiron retrograde. So this started on July 19th and is happening until like December 23rd. So pretty much this energy, this cosmic energy is going to be running in, in, I guess, our energy field for the next year to pretty much the end of the year. So it feels fitting to talk about it. Um, And it's really interesting because whether you believe it or not, the cosmos have so much to do with our life, our purpose, our destiny, how we feel, how we energetically show up, et cetera, et cetera. And I've just celebrated my recently my birthday. And honestly, weirdly enough, I always feel very sad on my birthday. So I was really trying to process it this year because I have a different level of awareness and with that different level of awareness it allows me to see this event this experience this emotion that I'm experiencing from a different level of consciousness so I'm excited to dive into this episode. Um, One thing I really want to point out about all my episodes, every time I record a podcast episode is it's never scripted. I don't even have notes. I close my eyes before I record a podcast episode and I always ask source, God, the universe to channel through me what needs to be said. My higher self is always speaking through me. So yeah. There's never a script. So um, before I really dive into this episode, what I really wanted to talk about is the themes of this episode are Chiron, birthdays, and destiny. And so for my birthday this year, I bought myself the book, The Encyclopedia of Birthdays. So it's like about knowing your birthday, discovering your true personality, and revealing your destiny. And what's really interesting about this book is how did this individual, Teresa Chung, have the insights to write 366 birthdays and be able to categorize everyone's birthday and give them some sort of personality according to the day of birth. So that's really 
interesting. And not only is that really interesting, it just speaks volume because one, I read mine and I was like, whoa, this is like literally my life path. But then I also decided to share it with my social media with a few people who ever post whoever like shared their birthday with me within a certain time period. And I got so many messages back from people that were like, that was so wildly accurate and mind blown. And the interesting thing about the responses, right? I mean, I just, my social media is an open social media channel and it depends on people's level of awareness to how they perceive the information that came through in this, in this, I guess, encyclopedia of birthdays. So it made me start to really think about how our destiny is truly written in the stars. And um, the responses that I got from people saying that it was wildly accurate was like, one, few of my previous clients or people that have worked with me before, it was wildly accurate because the work that I do with a lot of people is helping them step into their destiny. So when I like sent it to them, they were like, oh my God, that's crazy. Because you know why? It's their level of consciousness and their level of awareness to recognize not the faults, but the stories or the experiences that they've experienced that have led them to their soul's destiny. And then is interestingly enough, and this is not to fault anyone, right? It's just depending on, you know, our timelines, our experiences, our level of consciousness, our ability to heal, our ability to create awareness, our ability to reflect on a soul level, our life's destiny. Um, some people's responses was like, it's not right. And it was interesting to see that survey of where it's coming from, who is coming from. It's, I'm just like this observer of everything and I'm I'm working so hard not to judge people because everyone's journey is different. Just like my journey is different and just like your journey is different. We all have a different path to the life that we desire and the life that we are destined to live. But the thing is we have to choose whether we're going to step into our destiny or continue to live our fate. And with what it looks like to live your fate is to be unaware that you're, you're here to make the choices that lead to that place. So that's really hard because when you realize that it is you that um, is contributing to your own suffering or it is you that has stopped you all along from living the life that you want or it's you that's wasted quote unquote time from who or what or where or how or being who you're meant to be it's a really hard pill to swallow right so last week's episode that i recorded was calling your power back calling your power back to who you are this this is the season for it right really stepping into our truth speaking up for ourselves see being seen and it's really hard to do that because to do that takes courage, takes bravery, takes mustering up energy that has been complacent for a very long time to actually proclaim and declare and pronounce the life that we want to live. But why is it so hard for some people to really swallow that pill? Because it's hard to realize that we were always responsible for our own suffering. 
it's hard to realize that it was actually us the whole time that had the ability and power and awareness and strength and decision-making tool to change it all. It was us the whole time that had to embrace the emotions and heal and feel all that we had to feel because there was no one outside of you. But a lot of the times we want to play victim to our circumstances. And I'm no different, right? I'm no different, right? So um, I wanted to share this this one thing about my birthday and then I'll dive into Chiron and how you can use Chiron to transmute your wounds and your deepest traumas and insecurities and really get in touch on a soul level to rewrite your stories and shift your destiny. So my birthday is July 24th and in this book the, um, they have titles for everyone's birthday. So like the birthday of pure intention, the birthday of blah, blah, like the birthday of um, the innovative chameleon, the birthday of the dark horse, things like that. So July 24th is the birthday of the charismatic uncertainty. And so my life lesson in life is to um, really learn how to feel happy alone. And the best way forward with that is to learn to celebrate solitude because in the freedom it offers from opinions and expectations. And interestingly enough, why I think this book is so freaking wildly accurate is that where I create the most abundance for myself or prosperity or good fortune it comes from being in the service of others. What's very interesting as well in this book, it goes further into describing that after the age of 30, opportunities arise to be of the service to others and take advantage of those to discover um, opportunities of fulfillment for myself. My destiny is to motivate and inspire others to believe anything is possible. So it was the age of 30 for me that I actually started my manifestation journey. I started my spiritual awakening journey. I started to question my purpose, why I came here on earth and what I was meant to do. So how the hell did this Teresa Chung, who decided to choose 366 birthdays and be able to categorize these birthdays into different titles like if you were born on May 25th you are the birthday of the caring soldier or if you were born on like February or January 26th you are the birthday of the last word like how are these because everything is written in the stars everything is cosmically happening but it's dependent on our level of awareness it's dependent on our level of belief it's dependent on our ability to believe in something greater than ourselves that is controlling us like we are being led by an invisible hand and the closer we become to um accepting that this invisible hand is meant to really, really help us. And that invisible hand is meant for us to tune into. And that invisible hand is actually our intuition, our higher self, our greater sense of being and destiny. It's the moment we begin to stop questioning the faith that we have to feed our dreams. The healing that we have to do. The work that we're meant and we were born in this lifetime for. But that's a hard pill to swallow because then you'll sometimes go back and realize like, oh my gosh, well, why? Why did I waste 
X amount of years doing this career when I could have been doing this because sometimes ignorance is bliss. No, ignorance is ignorance. Ignorance is choosing to look the other way when you know there's something greater on the other side. Ignorance is saying, you know something is wrong, you know you want more, you know your desire, or there's something that you're not talking about, or you're not speaking up, or showing up, or closing the door, or saying no, or saying yes to, that you're really shutting out the potential of the life that you could live. Complacency bleeds, beep, complacency breeds complacency. Comfort breeds complacency. Brushing things under the rug just makes the rug full of dust and dirt. It doesn't just disappear. It's still there. So just like dusting your dreams and your desires and your goals, like maybe it's not for me in this lifetime. Maybe I all this is all I'm meant to do and this is all I was put on this earth for. Maybe in my next lifetime I'll have exactly what I want. Maybe it's just not for me in the cards this lifetime. That's fucking bullshit that your ego feeds you. This lifetime is so fucking long and also so fucking short when you're living exactly the life that you want to live. It's so fucking long if you live the exact same day, every single day, the exact same pattern, the exact same paradigm, the exact same patterns, the exact same suffering. It's to realize that you or you or the person that you believe or the situation that you believe or a story that you like to feed is the reason for your suffering, but it's you making the choice not to actually opening Pandora's box, cleaning the dust under the rug and pulling out exactly what it is that you truly want, or speaking your fucking truth, or just giving it a chance and trying something different, trying to make something of your very short or very long life. It's all perspective. So whether you believe it or not right now, your life is a decision of conscious choices that lead you to your fate or your destiny. It's up to you to choose. And so this made me start to really freaking think and I went to, you know, my birthday, I'm always sad and I don't know why I'm always sad and I'm like, what the hell is this supposed to be the happiest day of my life? And as someone that's a Leo, you would think someone as Leo that they love being like the center of attention and being seen and being celebrated. But on the surface level of just being a Leo, I have all these other cosmic energies that are flowing through me and my Chiron is in Cancer. And if you don't know anything about Chiron, Chiron astrologically is, um, I believe, like a centaur. And so a centaur, like a goat, half man. And his story is basically he is one of the heroes, but what happens is he's known as the wounded warrior because he gets shot in the Achilles heels and it becomes one of his greatest weaknesses, his deepest wound, his greatest trauma. And what he learns to do is how to actually 
transmute and teach himself to not just only heal himself, but turn that trauma into his greatest message, transmutation of energy, right? And so we all have that astrologically in our chart. What is our Chiron? My Chiron is in Cancer. And so that's the sign that falls before Leo. And if you know anything about Cancer, they're very emotional and very timid, very um, beneath the surface of what you see, right? Because, you know, cancer is the crab and the crab is in water and the water has everything to do with the subconscious mind and cancer as well also symbolizes the divine feminine the archetype of the mother and the love that we have for ourselves and being able to feel feel truly at home within ourselves and anyone that has a chiron in cancer such as myself i feel feelings of feeling unloved and abandonment and really trying to find love within myself and home within myself and being able to feel that everything is safe and everything that I need, the peace, the love, the, the tranquility is within myself. And so interestingly enough, um, I never want to be celebrated on my birthday. I just, and it's one part traumas that I've gone through during my birthday and one part this feeling of Chiron that actually always surfaces the perspective that I had this year when it came to my birthday is so profound and it made me start to see the feelings of sadness as this gift. This feeling of sadness as life's greatest gift. So first off, let's talk about the traumas that I've gone through during my birthday. So every year my husband does and goes above and beyond for my birthday, surprise birthdays every year. And it's because I've always told him, oh, I don't really want to do anything for my birthday. Um, I don't, I, I truly don't ever tell him this, but I feel it. It's like I don't feel loved enough to be celebrated on my birthday. And he always goes above and beyond for me, you know, from surprise trips to Tofino, our first year together, surprise trip to Tofino, where I literally didn't know where we were going until we got to Tofino, to <clears throat> surprise trips to Kelowna, where all my friends were. And then um, just little things that he's done. We've traveled during my birthday. We've done different things. And it's always him going the extra mile and me always being mad at him and it's it sucks because it's not just me being mad at him it's being it's like me being mad at life just for that one day and it sucks because i take it out on him and through this level of awareness every year i've gotten better right like he's like why do you have to be so angry on your birthday all the time and I realized is like I had this deep realization this year is like one I have a lot of traumas from my birthday, and I shared one of the stories with him. Now share that right now, which is like you know, um, and it makes sense now with my Chiron, with my fear of being unloved and abandoned. Is that one of my birthdays? I can't remember the exact age. I want to say between the ages of like fifteen to eighteen, um, my parents were supposed to come home and celebrate my birthday but then they decided to go out with their friends instead and I got upset and it didn't end up happening for my birthday I didn't end up doing anything and I was at home and I was upset and I was mad and I was I felt alone and unloved and abandoned and what happened was I decided to shave my legs that night I so freaking distinctly remember this is I decided to shave my legs and I was crying while shaving my legs and I cut a scar so fucking deep right 
right on the shin, like right on the bone of my legs. And I just cut a scar so deep and it never, it didn't stop bleeding for hours and hours and hours and hours. And this is this long scar that literally just like was on my left leg. And it stayed there for years, years. Just this, as I got tanned, the scar was white. It was just this long piece of like, I don't know, skin that I shaved off. And it's, and it bled for hours. And that for me was so traumatizing. Like being abandoned on my birthday and then having that experience and being home and crying and all of that. And so that was like one of my, I guess, recollections of memories from my birthday and that continue to unfold year after year after year. And, and then I started to think like, what exper other experiences have I experienced during my birthday? Another one was, you know, I was seeing someone and we went on this trip for my birthday and then um, we weren't dating. And I remember at the end of my birthday, I was saying to him like, like, oh, it would be great to date, right? And I remember wanting to change my entire life so I could be with this person. And then on my birthday, he's like, I don't think it's going to work out. And I remember being so saddened by it. I remember just like driving home from um, our day together and I was crying and thinking, oh my gosh, what a traumatizing birthday. So like my Chiron kept on manifesting throughout my life on my birthday, the feeling of being unloved and, un and abandoned. And so it was so interesting because a part of our Chiron, it's, it's our deepest trauma and our greatest wounds and our greatest insecurities. And they kept, they, it kept on manifesting on my birthday, right? And I think a part of that is like our greatest wounds, our greatest traumas make us question our entire life, like whether our life is like exactly what we want it to be. It's It makes us question where we want to be in our life, if we will ever get what we want, things like that. So having my Chiron manifest like in my life the way it did made me realize like maybe on a soul level, I was so mad that I was even born this day, which is so ridiculous. So ridiculous. And it just started to shift my perspective on all of this because one, my greatest traumas, right? Like we're manifesting on my birthday, the abandonment, the unloved, loving feeling. And then another thing was the Chiron part, which was I had a conversation with uh, my mom on my birthday and she called me and she's like happy birthday daughter you know I'm so happy for you got so many so many other things that you want in your life and I'm so proud and you know I hope that finally you can be happy with your life right and I kind of was like what right I always thought I was happy but then she's like you've just always been so different from my friends daughters and you've always been the one that will speak up when you're unhappy, talk about how life is really hard when you're bored, and talk about how sometimes you don't even want to continue on with life. And I had this deep ping and realization. Wow. 
there was so much resistance for my soul to be here. And that's probably why I started my spiritual journey because I didn't feel right being complacent with my life. And that feeling of deep desire to not comply or just give into the blahness of life made me not want to live life sometimes. And I do now remember this experience because it was my mom that had to be the first hand witness of this really dark time in my life. And I totally forgot about it because everything in my life has just been different from then, right? And so I share this story with you because it's a part of my Chiron and it's a part of my survival guy and it's a part of hopefully gives you hope that everything can change through conscious choice, through conscious awareness, through shifting your perspective to stepping into your destiny is maybe it was 20, I want to say like when I was 23, 24 or something like that. I moved back from China and I like had to like start a normal life and I just came back from living the high horse, living the high life, like traveling, meeting people, partying, experiencing all these things and then having to move back home to Canada and like just go back to my normal life. And I had such a hard time accepting that and that hard time accepting that um, was so crazy because (sighs) it made me start questioning whether I want to live life because it made me delusional to like think like, how the hell did I go from living this extremely high paced, fast life to going back to Canada where everything was the same, nothing has changed. All my friends are exactly the same. Everything that I left is exactly the same, but I'm not the same. And I just didn't feel like I fit in and it didn't feel right. And I felt like I was trying to fit, you know, a circle into a, circle peg into a square box and it was a struggle and it was a struggle and that struggle manifested into like a deep deep like sadness within me and I remember when I was experiencing this deep deep sadness I also went through a breakup and just like an accumulation of things like I didn't like my job I didn't I went through a breakup I was living back home with my parents exactly where I left off and I felt this deep, deep struggle. And this deep, deep struggle made me question if life was even worth living. And every night I would cry. And every night I would, when I cried, I would tell my mom, like, what the hell is the purpose of this life? What the hell is this purpose of this life? And as a mother, that literally carried me in her body, in her womb for months and raised me. Like, how could she fathom that her child didn't even want to live how could she like fathom that like so much could have happened that she allowed me to like have this crazy life and experience all that life has to offer and then I came back and I didn't even want to live that was so hard for her and I didn't realize it at the time that I heard through so much that I've heard through so much being her only daughter and telling her that I didn't want to continue with life. And I feel so 
bad for that. And that holds trauma in me too. That I felt that low in my life to not want to continue for the people that gave me life. And I put her through that. And there's this real deep reminder that whatever I choose to do with my life it has to be worth it. That I have to make up forever putting her through that. And so I reflected deeply on my birthday. Why I did that? And it's not easy, right? And I think why I share this and why it's so vulnerable and why I think this story is important is that we'll have moments in our lives that make us question why we are here. But the deeper we connect to ourselves, the deeper we connect to our remembrance, the deeper we allow ourselves to heal our wounds and our deepest traumas and our... And, <sighs> is the moment we'll realize that we never want to experience the polarity of that again. And that we chose this life. We chose every single moment of this life to live. And so I get so emotional. I got But it's important to be really real about our journey and our experiences. And I think about, as I step into different chapters in my life, how I can't imagine being a mother and hearing my child say that thing. And so I feel immense sadness on my birthday because I can't believe I ever have been questioned is life worth living? And I know more than anything that life is worth living. And so on my birthday, as I always experience the emotions of sadness and grief, I've realized that I get to be the observer of this emotion now. I get to be the awareness experiencing it because it reminds me and it's this deep gift that you get to experience all of it. You get to experience the emotions of extreme happiness and extreme sadness. You get to experience the emotions of the heartbreak that broke you, that made you feel like it was that you were unlovable, that you were worthy of being abandoned to feeling deep, deep love, unconditional, unwavering love, that no matter what, no matter how big of a brand I am on my birthday, that my husband will always love me. And that's the gift of the emotion of sadness. The sadness does not define me. I used to think, what the hell is wrong with me? Why am I sad on my birthday? But then I just started to realize that it's a gift to be sad because on the other side of that gift is extreme happiness. It's everything that I've ever wanted. 
and I look around me, and I feel around me, and I feel the emotions that that pierce through my body, and like the energy that goes through my body, and the breath, the breath that I breathe every single day, and the experience that I have every single day. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for it all because I have felt it all. I have felt it all, and I never want to feel that way again. And I never want to put the people I love through that again. And sharing such a vulnerable share like that is scary, but I know that someone needs to hear that. And it was a deep realization for me, for my birthday, for my mom to remind me that you know you have everything you've ever wanted. To remind me that to never go to that place again. And that's why I always say the purpose of your life is to live. And the deep, deep wound that I feel is. I didn't want to at one point in my life. Why? And I never want to feel that way again. And so, yeah, my biggest manifestation tools and hacks in life um, involve my parents, involve my family, involve pe- the people I love. Every time I want to create something new or create the next move or do the next thing, I always don't just think of myself and how I can serve myself. Like if I want something, I want this. Or I think about bringing the energy of who I would celebrate into it. So like when, for example, I was manifesting this house, I dreamt of me and Chris walking through the house together and experiencing happiness and love and all the joys and gratitude and emotions of being in this house and building these memories together and this really 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 is our house together because our other homes together were I was moving into his house and he was moving into my house now it's literally we have this home together and I used him and the emotions of what I felt for him and the love for him and the love for our life together to build this very home and when I think about my parents and what's next for them I think about them and how happy they'll be and all the new experiences. I don't even think about traveling on my own. I think about bringing my parents for new experiences because they've literally sacrificed their entire life to give us everything, right? To experience everything for ourselves. And so I'm so excited that the things I use to manifest is bringing them on these adventures for them to experience their first, for them to experience, to live the life to their fullest. And I'm so grateful that I have this level of awareness. And I'm so grateful for every experience that's ever shaped the traumas that I feel, the wounds that I feel in a continuous effort to live my life to the fullest. Because on the opposite side of that, in a period of time in my life, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to feel that. And I never want to feel that way again. And that is what Chiron has taught me. And this is what Chiron will continue to teach me. My Chiron in Cancer right now is how to reverse the feeling of feeling unlovable or feeling abandoned is to know that I am fully supported and I have home within myself. 
that I need to learn to mother myself, that the love that I need to feel has to come within myself. Everything that we've ever wanted, the true strength of everything is deep within myself. And that goes the same for you. Whether your Chiron is in Cancer, whether your Chiron is in, I mean, Chris's Chiron is in Gemini. So for him, his Chiron in Gemini is his um, ability to learn how to speak up for himself. We all have something that we're working on. We're all a work in progress. But to not realize that our work in progress is not our flaws, it's our fault in the sense that we get to fix that, that we get to take responsibility for that, that we get to make conscious choices for what's next in our lives. And that's an empowering feeling. And that's how we take our power back. And that's how we determine the character of our lives and the story that we're writing. I'm so grateful that my story never ended. I'm so grateful that my story is just beginning. I'm so grateful for the emotions of sadness on my birthday because it reminds me what it feels like to be extremely happy on every other day. I'm so grateful for this life and all the lessons and all the people that have crossed my path. And I'm so grateful for the next chapter as I slowly wrap this up and think about all the lessons that I've learned in the last 31, 32 years and write this new chapter, my belief this year, my birthday, is that I will and am going to receive everything I've ever wanted and desired because I already have. So my belief is so strong in that. My faith is so strong in that. Everything I've ever wanted, I've gotten. I want to get married in Tulum, made it happen. I want to get married in Tulum in 2021, made that happen. I wanted to marry someone that literally gave me the life of adventure. I made that happen. I wanted to have ceremonies with our family. I made that happen. I wanted to buy a house. I made that happen. I wanted to be able to work anywhere in the world. I made that happen. My belief in me is so fucking strong. And I want you to work Right now, if you're listening to this podcast episode, if you don't believe it's possible for you, I want you to know there's one thing that is currently happening in this universe is the law of divine oneness. What's possible for one is always possible for others. So what's possible for me to fucking fully believe in my life, my dreams, my goals, my desires is possible for you too. But you got to get real with yourself. You got to take responsibility for yourself. You got to understand what are your greatest wounds and what are your greatest healing lessons I make a choice to do that, to heal that, to transmute that, to stop choosing fate over destiny and know that your destiny is for you to be alive here at this very moment in this rising consciousness, this ability to create what we want. It's all within you. So stop looking without, without, with, <laughs> outside of you. All right. With lots of love, guys. That was a really (laughs) vulnerable episode, but I hope this inspires you to really start looking at your life, how you want to live it, what's next for you, how to write the story that you are proud to read, that you are proud to write, that you are proud to live. With lots of love, Lily. Mm -hmm.
Thank you so much for tuning in to the Soul Seekers podcast with Lily. It means the world to me that you've lent your soul, your ears, your presence to be here with me. And I hope more than anything that you've gotten another level of awareness through this podcast. I can't wait to continue to share this journey with you. If you haven't followed me yet, follow me on social at This Must Be Lily. And if you liked what you heard today, please feel free to like and subscribe. And if you're looking for further ways to work together, check out the link in my bio. More than anything, I hope that you have the courage to pursue the life of your dreams because your dreams are meant to be actualized. With lots of love, Lily.